Hey everyone, welcome to Grace Grind and Growth, the podcast. I am your host, Deja Woodard. And today's episode is just going to be covering the bases as far as your resources are concerned. A lot about what I wanted to share today is just because obviously school is starting back up within the next couple weeks, a lot of people are either unaware or just um, careless when it comes to what they have available to them and the things that they pay for when they're in college. And I think that it's extremely important to take care of, or not to take care of, but to take advantage of um, the things that are available to you, the people that are available to you, the opportunities that are available to you, the locations that are available to you that you pay for the upkeep and maintenance of and probably don't even know it. Um, I do want to say that every university is different. Every um, Everyone's student fees are going to be different. Um, what's included in everyone's student fees are going to be different, especially if you're um, at a smaller school versus a larger school, or if it's a private institution, if it's public, uh, excuse me, if it's public. Um, and of course, if you're like full-time or part-time, that does play a factor into what you pay for too, especially if you live on or off campus. That is a little bit of a factor too. But anyway, I feel like taking advantage of your resources is a very big key to college because when you go to school, you do not, you do not, you do not, you do not want to be that person who only goes to class and goes back to their dorm, who only goes to class and then goes to work and then goes home, who only goes to class and maybe an office hour a semester and then goes home. That is not how you use your time wisely in college. That is a fail. Like, yes, you will get your degree, so maybe to you that's a a success, but ultimately that is a fail. You want to take advantage of everything that is available to you. You want to take advantage, or at least um, even if you don't take advantage of it consistently, you want to make sure that you're aware that it's available to you because a lot of the times, um, especially when talking to other students, they're not aware of what they're paying for. They don't know that um, when you're on campus and you see construction going on, that's probably going to be included in your student fees. You probably want to know um, what's being built on your campus in the next few years, what's being taken down, what's being renovated, and what is it going to look like if you have the option to um, voice your opinion on something or on a space or give your feedback or take a survey about what you want on your campus. Take advantage of it because ultimately, whether you speak your mind or not, you're probably still going to be paying for it regardless. So, you know, you might as well get your money's worth. Give them your two cents and then keep it, put, well, <laughs> your mental two cents because giving them way more than that instead of fees. But you know what I mean. So before I get this podcast episode going, I do want to say keep an open mind when it comes to your resources because sometimes resources don't necessarily look like resources. And when I say that, I just mean that just because it's not a designated resource doesn't mean that you can't do it too and that, um, or use it too, excuse me. And this mostly pertains to people. So just because they aren't a professor or just because they aren't um, professional staff at your university does not mean that they cannot be of use to you. Your resources can be people who you have classes with. They can be people who are younger than you. It can be someone who maybe isn't even at school, but that you just connected with um, through volunteering or through some type of engagement or opportunity that you took a part in. Um, and more importantly, resources, or as far as people go in resources, Resources don't need to be resources at that moment in time. And when I say that, I mean that like you can meet someone today and just because you can't, um, just because you don't have a need that they can fill at that moment doesn't mean that they're not a resource. Um, even a resource is a resource a year from now. A resource is a resource next semester. A resource is a resource next summer. It's a resource um, five years from now. Like whenever you need it, as long as you have that connection, it's still going to be a resource. And I do want to just like highlight that because I think that a lot of people don't 
pay attention to that. So just because I met someone um, my freshman year, for example, doesn't mean that I can't reach out to them now going into my junior year and say, hey, I know that you're into this. I know that you have all these skills. I could really use help with this. Do you mind um, helping me out, teaching me or doing this for me, whatever the case may be. That person is still a resource, even if I don't need them. And just, you know, bigger picture, even if I still don't need them, but I know someone who does, they're still a resource. Um, and an example of that is just like saying back to freshman year, if I know someone who has some awesome skills at some software on like on the computer, and that's not my strength, but I have a friend who needs someone to do um, something maybe graphic design related. And I don't have that skill set, but I know someone who does. Connecting them is still a resource. That's just me sharing my resources. You want to be well-connected in college. You want to be um, the person who has a variety and almost like an arsenal of people who can come to your aid, essentially, whenever you need something, whenever you aren't able to do something or you need answers that you can't, you know, um, like solve yourself. That's what people are for. That's what resources are meant to do. A lot of the resources I think that people initially think of are like their professors and their professor's office hours and, you know, like their um, professional staff members who work in like their student center or who had who advise maybe their favorite organizations or even like um, other, I guess you could say like other people who operate around campus. So like that's your counseling centers, that's your... Um, gym and recreational facilities, that's your student union, stuff like that. Um, but bigger picture, usually college un college and university, like the institution scene is compromised of so many different resources that students just naturally don't take advantage of. Um, I think that a lot of times, unless you're intentional about it, or unless you have someone who is well-connected and can connect you to someone else, um, it goes unnoticed and it goes, I don't want to say wasted, but it kind of is like it goes down the drain because once you graduate in those four or five years, like you don't have that, you don't have the benefit of proximity being in your back pocket, which means that you don't have the ability to just bump into someone while you're in class or bump into someone while you're walking around campus or bump into them at this function or event that's going on on campus. Because once you leave campus, you kind of leave that pool that everybody was just swimming in all at the same time you know what I mean so it's kind of a different it's a little bit of a different take on how to get intact with your resources for me personally I go to a really large school so this is probably like the only time in my life where I'll have the opportunity to be around this high of a concentration of people in my lifetime like my school is that big um, so now is the time for me to you know listen to what I'm saying and like take advantage of what's available to me and meet the people who are around me or the faces that I see every day, put a name to them, put a story to them, because once I leave, it's over. And unless I have someone who can reconnect me and rekindle or even just like light that fire, um, if I don't have that, then it's just a lost cause. And that means that I'll go without, you know, um, whatever it is that they have to offer, or even they'll go without whatever it is I bring to the table. Uh, because a lot of times resources are benefit you know, beneficial for both people or all the people involved in some form or fashion. Um, which brings me to another point. Make sure that you have something to offer. Um, and I don't mean that in a messy way. Like, I don't want anyone to think, to hear that and think that they need to be used by somebody else. Um, having something to offer just means that 
you express your interest. You it, like people can't help you if they don't know what you need help with. You need to express your interest. You need to be vocal if you need something. Like if people don't know what to do for you, how are they going to act on that? People can want to help you all they want to, but if you don't tell them what you need from them, then they can't fix anything. Um, which also brings me to making sure that you're available because like I said, um, people can't fix something that they aren't aware of, but also if you're somewhere and you know, like if you're all cooped up in your room all day, then you're never going to hear the call of someone who needs your skill set. You're never going to be able to answer that person or help them out or help them, um, fix whatever problem they're having, challenge they're facing, et cetera. So making sure that you're available, not just like, you know, open to the public kind of thing, because we all have busy schedules and have things that we want to do and goals that we want to accomplish. But making sure that realistically, if you're going to, if people, if you're going to have the expectation that people um, should be resources for you, then people should be able to have that same expectation for you in return. Like when you need, when they need you, um, you shouldn't have to drop everything for them at that very second. But you should definitely want to make yourself available to, in order to help them, because you never know when the tables will turn or um, it'll be reciprocated and et cetera. But moving on from people, um, other, I guess you could say other methods, other modes of resources are um, places. Like when you're on campus, do you have a terrible student union? Like, is it crappy? Do y'all need a renovation? Are there student fees covering your renovation? Um, are they tearing, like I said, are, you, are they tearing down buildings around your campus? Okay, what are they going to put in place of those buildings? Okay, five years from now, what impact will this have on students. Um, making sure that you're being mindful of your campus and the life after. Um, I think that a lot of students tend to focus on their four years, but the people who, okay, so let's, bigger picture, let's zoom out a little bit. The people who um, came before you was, they were intentional about making their campus better so that you could enjoy it. So whatever attracted you to your school was somebody else's idea before you got to, to that institution. So if you love your school's, um, let's say you love your school's um, gym or, you know, swimming pool or something like that, that didn't become that way just when you decided to tour the campus. It became that way 10, 20, 30 years ago, whenever it was built, because it was somebody else's idea and they thought that it would be a great idea for all students to enjoy this amenity. And, you know, from their time at that institution to yours, You've like the, all the people in between, all the classes that have graduated in between have had the opportunity to benefit from that. So you have to take that same approach when you're making decisions for classes after you. A lot of people say like, oh, this construction is going on. I'm going to graduate before it's finished. I won't get to use it, blah, blah, blah. It's irrelevant. Um, and that's not the case for a lot of people. It's more so like the classes after me, my younger brothers, my younger sisters, my younger cousins, you know, they want to go here. Um, I can speak for my institution. I know a few people who are like seventh or eighth generations, like their families are actively involved and intertwined into the history of my university. And for them to be able to, you know, get to reap the benefits of what their grandparents, their great grandparents and et cetera, um, the impact that they had on this institution, I think is absolutely amazing. Um, and that's kind of just what generational wealth is. You know, it's like planting the seeds to seeds of today for the generations of tomorrow. I can't remember where that quote came from, but maybe I can find it and leave it in the show notes. Last thing I do want to touch on really fast is, well, actually, um, let me just go back up for a second and say, um, you know, places 
on campus that can also be resources are counseling centers, student health centers, um, libraries. I know that libraries on my campus, we have several. Um, some colleges have their own library. Um, other colleges, like um, grad students, have their own area in one of the main library. Well, actually, in both of the ma main libraries on my campus. Um, you have your student unions. You have, I don't know, you have like tech rooms. My school has like a bunch of different setups. Like they have presentation rooms. They have um, the music booths that I use to record this podcast. They have, I don't know, you name it. We probably have it or have a plan to get it. I think my school is awesome as far as that's concerned, especially with the technological aspect. But just making sure that you're aware that like the library computers that you use or that you don't use and decide not to use, um, you're still paying for regardless of whether you take advantage of that or not. The things that you decide to turn down just because even though it's free, you know, they're already paid for. They tell you that they're free because you don't have to pay out of pocket at that very moment, but it's already included in your student fees for whatever organization, um, whether that be like student government, your diversity organizations, your um, I don't even know, your um, academic sororities or whatever, like somebody's paying for it with your student fees behind the scenes, whether you know it or not. So I think that everyone should always take advantage of stuff like that. But moving on to my last area of resources, I just wanted to talk about things to do. I cannot stand, this is a pet peeve of mine, when people talk about how there's nothing to do and they go, they live on campus or close to campus. Now, if you want to say like, okay, there's nothing new to do or there's nothing maybe, I don't know. I feel like there's very little you can say when you're in college and you live on campus and have the opportunity, like have access to campus. Because one, most schools have public transportation or like some form of transportation to students, whether that's like a line bike, whether it's um, university transportation, which is probably gonna be free to you because it's more than likely included in your student fees again, um, you know, my school has like the little zip cars, the cars that you can like rent for a day or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. Every school's different. But you can always like get somewhere. Right off of my campus, there's a bunch of restaurants. There's a bunch of, um, there's a couple movie theaters, a couple coffee shops, all this, that, and the third, you name it. But you can't just knock it because you don't want to do it. I think that a lot of great opportunities just start with an open mind. So keeping an open mind is very important, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Um, but when you're trying to find something to do, make sure that you're engaging with organizations on campus, like subscribing to newsletters so that they can like give you the information because there are things going on. Like there are people whose professional job is to make sure students have a great experience, is to make sure that students um, have resources available or to know that they have the resources available, is to make sure that students leave college feeling like the last four years of their lives were spent um, transforming themselves and knowing how to transform the world thereafter. Um, make sure that you attend functions, but don't just like go, <laughs> like actually engage. Like it, there's absolutely no purpose in you going to something if you're just going to stand around or like look at people, not network, not pass out a business card, not ask a question. That is absolutely pointless. You're doing yourself a disservice and you're probably doing some people in the room a disservice because they may love, like had they gotten to know you, they may have like fallen in love with the person that you are, what you've learned, who like the things that you want to do. Um, think of yourself as doing someone a disservice the next time you decide to sit something out because you never know who you could meet, who you could help, whose life you could impact, 
the little things that you, you know, write off as like your hobbies or your like minor skills and stuff. Some people like really need that. Some people, um, you never know how you can help them until you actually have to or until you have the opportunity to, but you never know what someone's needing. So like just make sure that you're actively engaging on in what's going on around you and in your environment. Last thing is if you're bored on campus, like take a trip with some people, not like a distant trip or not like anything expensive, but I mean like like literally like a field day in elementary school, like let's you get grab a friend, you know, grab a buddy and like go to somewhere that y'all have never been before in your city, like whatever city your school is located in. Um, I went to the art museum, as I mentioned, in probably several previous podcasts. Um, you can go to a few movie theaters, a few new restaurants, a few, um, I don't know, a few parks, whatever it is, whatever is no- nearby your school, etc. Like you can even go some places in walking distance, I'm sure. There's always something to do and a way for you to be engaged and active while you're away at school. So make sure you take advantage of these resources, Make sure you take advantage of these resources. Please, I beg of you, there's no reason that anyone should have to leave college um, unsatisfied, essentially. Like, whatever you need, whatever fix you want and desire, somebody has the answer somewhere. Somebody can help you get that. If you come to school to party, there are parties. If you come to school to network, there are opportunities to network. Whatever you need, there is a way to get it. Just be intentional about how you want to pursue it and you'll be met, like those needs will get met, I assure you, I promise you. But anyway, that's all for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please be sure to rate, comment, and subscribe. Bye, y'all.